Greta, hi. Hi, how are you? So nice that you could join us here today. Uh, tell me about yourself. What is your position here at the Jeremiah Program? My name is Greta Douglas, and I'm the family coach and life skills facilitator for the Jeremiah. Great. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you join Jeremiah Program? What did you do before? Okay, so before, I'm coming from a teaching background where I worked w in the uh, public school sector and charter school sector. And I actually worked with students, high school students, and just understanding the nuances of education and how important it is, but also looking at the disparities with where Boston Public School System students and, you know, suburban students weren't necessarily getting the same education. Right. And so I have a real fondness, or I should say a love, for women who are just trying to get to the next best version of themselves. So when I was in the public school system, I actually taught um, girls groups. Mm -hmm. And it was about empowerment, and it was about supporting each other, understanding what it is to be unified, like sisters supporting sisters, mm -hmm. and just understanding how important this is as you grow up. Mm -hmm. And just really looking at ways that we could really encourage them to go to college or to take up a trade, something that was gonna build them up, something that was really about what does it mean to be a woman in this society and how much power you actually have, but how do you grow in that power and how do you own it and how are you accountable for it and how does that help your family as they move forward? So it's always been in me to do this work. And so as a coach, trainer, and speaker, which I do in my business, I work with women entrepreneurs who are looking and doing the same thing, building foundations in their community. And so when Jeremiah, I was actually referred by a posting on Facebook. Wow. And that's how I heard about it. The power of it. social media, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, that's how I heard about it. And the posting was about looking for a life skills facilitator. And for me, it was a confirmation because I had just made the decision that I need to give back in some way. Mm -hmm. But I need to do it with an organization whose missions and values aligned with mine. And this was right on point. So I came in, spoke with Amelia, and here I am. You, had a, you were working at the charter schools, right? Yes, I was working at the charter schools. Tell me about that. That what did you discover? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I started there as a volunteer as well mm -hmm. and then was trained in teaching. And looking at those students and just seeing if you hold them to a higher standard, they excel to that higher standard. And so with that sector, we had the freedom of just saying, this is what is acceptable and this is what's not. And zero tolerance level for any kind of drama or foolishness. And we held the parents to the same thing. So we needed you to be a part of your child's education or an adult in the family to be a part of this child's education because it does take the entire village. And so in that, when we just when we said, if you want to go to college, that's what you're going to do. So we gave they had the curriculum just like college freshmen did, and they excelled to that. So the possibility was so great that why would we not do it everywhere else? Mm -hmm. So when I look at these women in Jeremiah, it reminds reminds me so much of my student base back then and just knowing that you've come so far and it's so possible to go so much further than where you are right now and so that it just I get goose pimples and I get really emotional about mm -hmm. this work mm -hmm. because it really it's about life right mm -hmm. but it's not about just merely existing in it it's living it mm -hmm. and just showing them the way and the possibilities for them mm -hmm. and when they really and truly believe in themselves they really can explore and just do great things with them with their lives 
It sounds incredibly inspiring and hearing you talking about it. How do you do that here at Jeremiah program? Well, at Jeremiah, they have for the life skills uh, facilitators, they have a great program. They really have a curriculum well put together. And so we follow that and then we add our own tweaks to it. And so we talk about health and wellness and we talk about finance and budgeting. We talk about who you are as a person. How did you get here and where do you want to go? So it really covers the full base of you know, the holistic approach Mm -hmm. to being a woman and taking care of your children. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean to be a parent in your parenting styles? And understand there's not really a book that says you got to do X, Y, and Z. You kind of figure it out, but you really have the support system and the networks here and the resources that's going to get you through. And then on top of that, you're going to college. So we know that puts you in a different economic status, right? Once you graduate and you're able to use these skills that you've learned, we know that automatically you're going in at a higher price point. And so just having that confidence that you can do this work and really get what you want from it, it's just, it's just amazing how Jeremiah puts that together. And it's really simple. It's not a, this is not rocket science. It's really just exploring the possibilities and the opportunities and knowing that they're there for you as well. It's great that Jeremiah exists and does this. Mm-hmm. And, but if one... I mean, in in a perfect world, we wouldn't have charities, we wouldn't have NGOs, because, you know, everything would be perfect. Um, But in a world where we would say that Jeremiah didn't have to exist just because this was already done somewhere, is there somewhere you can see that, can we incorporate this into, I don't know, elementary school level, already middle school or high school? Can this be done somewhere? Or is it just if you don't have it in your family? Or... Can you I see what I mean? Like, I do. Yeah. I, I think it can be spread across the board. Mm-hmm. See, Jeremiah is already working with a two-generation approach. Yes. So they're already working with children that yes. are toddlers all the way up. Yeah. So if you put this in the school system, yeah. oh, my God, can you imagine the wonders that are happening? Yeah. It'll be like the spread of Jeremiah all over, right? Yeah. But understanding that once you get the parents involved or the adults that the caring adults in their lives involved you really can change this community in every community around Mm -hmm. and I think that um, just looking at what Jeremiah is doing for the women just nationally that are in their programs it really can be set right in a school system or in a different club or somewhere it very much is universal Regarding the program, uh, of course, it's a complex um, approach and mm-hmm. there are different needs of the participants, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But in your experiences, what are the one or two or three key openings, like, you know, aha moments maybe, that the single mothers, that the women have when they participate, that they get here at Jeremiah program? Wow, that's a great question. Uh Well, some of the ones that I can speak to just in conversation, when you say, well, why are you doing this? And I do care about why you're doing this, and I really want to help you succeed in that. And they look at you and just feel like you really do care. Someone does care for me. And they open up in a way, it's almost like seeing a flower blossom. Mm -hmm. Because then they, when they really know that I can believe in myself and I can achieve this, and someone else is also saying, yes, you can. You know, someone's in your corner. Not just, you know, this is not roses and champagne saying, oh, everything's, you know, you know, it's going to be just, just dandy. And no, it's going to be hard. It's hard work, right? 
But the thing is that you have the support to get here. And some of the ahas that I've gotten is, Miss, this program is changing my life. Wow. Like, I'm doing things that no one in my family is doing. Right. You know, it's just seeing that the way that they talk about their children and the passion and the love they feel for their children. And they really want more. Mm. Not just... They want to just change the dynamics, you know, and they're now not even realizing it, but they're becoming role models in their own, for their family and their friends. So important. And they don't even see it yet, but when they do get it, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And the ones that are seeing it and are pushing through, whoa, (laughs) it's, you know, it's, it's just a great place to be. So if you could wish for Jeremiah program in the future, uh, resources or funds or anything, what would it be? Oh, I really wish that we could have a residential property. Mm-hmm. I really wish that we could have a huge building that had like 40 or 50 apartments and that this program could be booming in the city of Boston and really be a trailblazer here on the East Coast. I really think that it's more than possible, even though our market, you know, the market in Boston is crazy when it comes to rents and stuff like that. But if we could find somebody who believed in us like we believe in us and was just ready to take that leap with us, I think... And also see Everything. that the impact that you have oh on the society mm-hmm. with the results of this. Can you share a little bit of, of the numbers or the results, what you are actually creating, not just here in Boston, but nationwide? Is there anything that you can mention? Well, I'm just, as a family coach starting last week, I'm just starting to get that background information. Yeah. So I don't have all the stats yet, but the beauty of it is um, you get to see it firsthand, yes. you know? And so when you know you're working with 20 families or so here in Boston, you know the other centers have like 40 apiece. And it's just imagine, right? So it's just changing lives one family at a time. But it has that snowball effect, right? Because it's two generations at a time. Mm-hmm. And so if we can just get that ball rolling here on the East Coast in Boston and having funders who see that dream as well and who says it's just it's more than about the money, mm-hmm. right? It's about lives. Mm-hmm. And when you change lives, you change this world. So maybe they'll see it that way too. Oh, that's that's great. Uh, do you look forward to the event on October oh, 18th? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for it. So somebody who's uh, maybe hearing it for the first time, what is going on? What's going to happen on October 18th? Oh, my goodness. That's the place to be on the 18th. A, you definitely don't want to miss that event. It's, you know, we're going to have Ayanna Presley there. Our Boston City Councilor at Large, she'll be there. Our visionary founder will be there. We're going to have four of our women speak passionately from the heart. Uh, and, you know, of course, all of us as staff will be there. And all the folks that support us and want to know more about Jeremiah will be there. Yes, it's definitely an event you don't want to miss. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so thank you very much for sharing your story, your experience. And we are looking forward to meet everybody who's listening to this on October 18th. (laughs) Go to the website to find out more information. Okay, thank you so much, Greta, for sharing. Thank you for having me. We're sitting here today with Samara Alisea. She's the Family Service Manager at Jeremiah Program Boston. Welcome. Good morning. It's so glad that you could join us today. And 
I would like to start asking you, how did you find out about Jeremiah program? Sure. Um, I was working at a PSH, which is a permanent supportive house in Cambridge for women. Um, it was a 15 bedroom mansion um, servicing women with uh, mental and behavioral um, disorders. And I was the program coordinator at the time doing all the programming and case management for that permanent supportive house. Um, I, out of that experience, I tend to believe that I started to really look into behaviors of, um, women and things that they had dealt with, uh, traumas uh, in that area. And then I decided that I wanted to do a part-time job upon that job search. I came across, uh, Jeremiah program Boston for the first time um, just looking for a job placement that was part-time and then um, I decided to take a different role within the same company um, as a program coordinator for family shelter in the Jamaica Plain area in Boston. I then went and researched Jeremiah a little bit more, um, meaning their mission, their staff, um, what they had to offer in the community, um, because it was my community that Jeremiah was placed in. Um, I felt it was something that interested me. Um, so I went back and really looked at different things, who they were servicing, why they were servicing, um, in, in this area and really taking a deeper look into their mission and their staff. That's great. So you mentioned that you researched into who they were servicing and why. Mm-hmm. And I guess how can you, can we start with who? Who? Um, women, uh, single moms um, that were poverty stricken and their children. I think that was my main focus on why it captured me to come to Jeremiah. I myself am a single mother of, um, of two daughters, um, eight and five right now and I thought that it was vital for me to really understand um, the resources that we have for single mothers in our neighborhood. And can you give us a little background of the women? There are 22 mothers, right? Single mothers that are involved today in the Jeremiah program. Yes ma'am. A little bit of background on them. Where do they come from? From what walks of life? What are they? Um, Everybody comes from, everybody in our program um, is really from a different walk of life, meaning um, their structural family life is different, but also in some aspects are the same, meaning the poverty component is something that is there. Um, And they're all from different walks of life, we have women that are already in careers and some women that are looking to figure out what careers they um, want to take on. So what does Jeremiah do? How does Jeremiah program help them? Jeremiah definitely is a career track um, program, college education in partnership with Endicott Boston, where all our moms are enrolled. And then safe and affordable housing, creating that stability for mom and child to ensure that they are stably housed. And also life skills, training, and education, which means that mom get twice a month a life skills class really geared towards different things that they may need in the walks of life to assist them with parenting and education. Um, The children in the Jeremiah program, we really ensure that they're enrolled in um, high quality child care, um, meaning that we partner with um, early childhood 
care centers that are uh, accredited with the EEC program. Um, So moms are not just enrolling um, children into home daycares, but really accredited daycares where they can receive the same quality education that mom is receiving as well. Mm -hmm. So what are the other options? You you just mentioned it, but tell me uh, in a few words a little bit more. So if they are not enrolled in high quality early childhood education, what are the other options? Where do these kids go? Well, some moms are have children that are in home daycares, but we are looking to have them enroll in higher um, education, meaning quality education. So we assist moms with the transition from um, home daycares into that um, EEC accredited uh, daycare. Which means that they will be taken care of by higher educated people, more well-educated people. Is that correct? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, that's part of the goal is if mom is at a college um and really um, working on her associates or her bachelor's degree that we want the children also enrolled in higher education where they're not seeking resources outside of um a home daycare but they're really receiving everything in one setting yeah so how do you help these women in on their career track uh does anyone uh in their families the backgrounds that they come from are they college educated majority of them no Um, some of these moms are first generation, um, college students, and they're going into, um, coming into our program, really one seeking programming for parenting skills and looking for, um, really a shift in things that they've dealt with in the past traumas, um, really getting a chance to either be diagnosed if they have, um, you know, any type of clinical depression It, it just really varies. Um, some moms just need structural organization um, on becoming a parent and what that really means and focusing on really self-love and um, knowing how to really embrace being a family. How much would you say of uh, um, the program, the Jumara program consists of supporting them in just that, in the life skills, in the parenting, and how much is the career advice in how do they get it? into college? How do they get a better job, you know, work on their CVs uh, and things like that? I think at some point, I mean, all our participants um, need life skills in certain areas. Um, I think that life skills allows moms to flourish um, in areas that they may not even know at certain points. You know, um, some moms say, hey, I already know that. And then come into a life skills class that they thought that they knew exactly what the topic was being covered and may learn something new. Um, myself included, I mean, there are times where I say, hey, I, I know that and I'm still learning as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom. And like I tell our participants when they come into some of our coaching sessions, I'm learning just like you're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have room yeah. for growth. That's that's so true. We all, we all can learn more. Um, what would you say is the biggest need besides, I mean, I'm sure there are many, and as we just said, we can always learn more, but what is the biggest need in their life skills? What is that you see in your experience? Um, really engaging socially, I think, is one mm-hmm. of the, the biggest things. I think coming together as a group, mm-hmm. um, building bonds and positive relationships, and really understanding that it's not really the, the topics that we cover at times, it's building that social network within the moms and really um, building a, a connection to whoever the facilitator may be. Maybe it may be a 
constant volunteer that comes in to facilitate, or it might be an outsourced resource, but um, building that connection to network. So during my program here in Boston has existed for here for three years. Uh, can you share a little bit of the stories of the moms that may participate from the start? What have they achieved? Um, sure. Six of our moms graduated in May of this year, 2017, with their associates. And um, all our moms, except one, has agreed to go on and uh, further their education and go on to their bachelor's degrees. Do you think that would have been possible if they were not enrolled in Jeremiah program? No, I think part of being Jeremiah program, you receive um, the services that, like I said, uh, if I if I was um, a mom at that age and decided that I needed resources and I did not know about Jeremiah, I think learning about Jeremiah and be, really being involved in in the community and everything that it had to offer, I think it would bring me in a different light to the career that I wanted to take. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about the housing situation? Jeremiah program uh, from the beginning had a strong foundation with building uh, properties, building housing mm-hmm. where the women and the children would uh, live and where the children uh, early childhood education would be on site. Here in Boston, you're trying to do uh, something different. You're trying to actually to accelerate the program. Um, how do you work with safe housing here? Um, when a mom comes in and has a need for housing, uh, first thing we do is a housing intake, uh, which consists of you know what mom's finances look like, what the background is for housing, and what the need is for housing. If uh, immediate homelessness is is something that um, is assessed, then we work with mom on doing a housing log and working through the DHCD system through DTA um, to begin the process to get mom and child state or mom and child or children stably housed. You said, you mentioned DT, what was that? The DTA is the Department of Transitional Assistance uh, here in Boston. Okay, and what does that do? What do they do? Um, the DTA, Transitional Assistance, um, is a program where it provides either um, income for low-income family housing or um, the SNAP benefits, which um, most of our moms receive uh, to receive food assistance in Boston. Uh-huh. I understand. So if people want to support the Jumeirah program and what you're doing for this community. How can they do that? Volunteering or donating um, through our website, www.jeremiahprogram.org slash Boston. Great. And in October, October 18th, you have a big event coming up, Voices Rising, right? Yes. What's going to happen there? Um, We have um, storytellers set up uh, for outside entities to come in and do some storytelling but we also have some of our moms which is the most exciting part is to really showcase um, our moms in our program that are going to do storytelling really coming and um, bringing forth you know all that they have experienced through life through their eyes and really giving people a visual of um, not only their encounters at Jeremiah program but their own personal lives and what got them to Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. What do you wish for for the future of Jeremiah program? Um, I think that growth, I always tell the women this year as I meet with them for coaching, it's growing season. Mm -hmm. I think um, really growing our space and and growing our numbers is really vital. Um, I think that there's a need for programming for women in our area, in our neighborhood, but really expanding with that and um, really building on our resources um, to, to give to our moms. I think that a lot of it is not even just... Um, programming for moms were really based on family programming and unifying the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are there any other resources that you wish for 
if you could just you know have the little uh, magic wand <laughs> <laughs> like you said our Campus here in Boston is a little bit different than our other campuses. I think that if we had a bigger space um, to service a lot more moms, I think that's my hope is to make sure. As uh, and then also growing as a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, going from a three-person team um, in an intern, uh, it, it's it's really beautiful. But really going into having a full. Um, team of of people that are really in tune to our mission and in the love and passion that we have here who do you think would be needed in your team in the nearest future mm. um i think uh clinician mm-hmm. definitely i mean noting that some of our moms do display behaviors um or have dealt with significant amount of trauma really having somebody on our team that mm-hmm. you know we don't really have to outsource to um, either through PCP or um, or any other outside agency, but we have someone here on site, I think would be beneficial. Mm, I see. So I wish you for the best uh, for the growth of um, Jamar program here in Boston and as well as with the event on the October uh, 18th. What you as a listener can do is you can go online and you can either buy a ticket, which costs $100, uh, for this amazing event where there will be a lot of storytelling. You will get a lot of personal insights and a very touching, I think. Um, but you can also support a mom. You can also support somebody else going. So if you're listening to this and if you're interested, go online to jeremiahprogram.org and check out the information about the Voices Rising on October 18th. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Samara, for sharing your vision, for sharing your experience. Thank you very much for this conversation. Thank you.